Welcome to Tears of a Clown, the podcast. I'm Liv and we're on episode 11 today and I'm going to take accountability. I am late. You guys did not get an episode last night. I needed to unplug. I was being a little hard on myself and just overthinking. So it's not something I do totally often. I'm usually pretty confident about every single thing that I do, which a lot of times is more harm than it is help. But I uh, I just needed a night. So we're, we're going to get back on schedule here. And I'm really excited to talk to you all today. I know you're not here with me, but I miss you. And I love getting text messages saying, what's the next episode going to be about? And can you cover this? So just appreciate all the amazing people that have been so supportive of this venture. So today we're going to be talking about frenemies or friends that you really don't know if they're actual friends. Are they just keeping you around so that they can see what goes on in your life? Do they dislike you and this gut feeling you have just every time you see them is telling you something's just off? Do you feel uncomfortable, like you can't be genuine around yourself or you have to walk on eggshells with them? Or most importantly, do they just not make you feel good? That's what we're covering. And it's a tough one because I'm going to tell you right now, this is on a case by case basis, but I'm hoping I can provide you a couple tools and insights and stories that'll help you at least prepare yourself if you get in this kind of situation to probably be able to either number one, diagnose it. Number two, troubleshoot it. Now I sound like I'm at work. Okay. Uh, And number three, find out how you want to proceed. So find that solution that's best for you. Now, I just had a frenemy type experience just this last week. I took a photo. I was really feeling myself. I've been working really hard on my Peloton and got a little tan now and just felt good. So I posted a photo and I made a joke about tagging my future husband. So a friend, and I say that very lightly because I haven't seen this person in a really long time. I'd say like probably around five years plus. And again, when we were spending time, it was when we were a lot younger. It was just like in social circles, kind of more party stuff. I didn't even expect to hear from this person, commented on my post and said something that was incredibly passive aggressive. And I don't need to get into the details of what it was, but it was something about my appearance and it was like a backhanded compliment. And I was immediately like, number one, why would you post this on somebody's page, right? And number two, I don't I don't know what I did to this person for them to feel that they're comfortable enough to post that publicly. More or less like, If anyone has any feedback for me, like there's a lot of people in my life that I love that just don't like when I post, you know, kind of suggestive photos. It upsets them. They'll text me, whatever. Now, I think over the years, they've just pretty much gotten used to it. And it's like, you don't want to look at my butt or whatever, then don't, don't follow me on Instagram. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. We can, you know, there's a life outside of social media, but this person, it was like, they didn't personally come to me, number one. And number two, you could tell that they were trying to hurt my feelings. So I thought about it for a second and I thought about all the mean things that I could say to this person. And I don't like saying mean things to people specifically um, because I I just feel really uh, ugly when I do that. Now, I will drag the fuck out of someone if they've hurt someone I love. And I'm ruthless when it comes to that because I don't care. If it's a good person and you've hurt them and you've done something that's messed up, I don't. My job is to protect my friends. My job isn't to be the jolly giant. (laughs) My job isn't to be Jiminy Cricket. No, I'm not none of those things. I am there to protect my people. My people are my, my whole world. But, you know, I don't feel comfortable confronting and calling someone names. I'm, I'm smart enough to move past that and be able to say, okay, I could 
Like, I know what I'm capable of. I know who this person is. I know who I am. I don't really need to get into this. But I thought about it for a split fucking second. And in that moment, I was like, you do not want to go there with me, homie. And then I just realized it wasn't worth it. So I just blocked him. And it's like, that's going to have zero impact on my life. Okay. But what I want to say is you have to trust your gut in these kind of situations. And I know I tell you guys this a lot and you might be like, well, um, I have a really bad self-image or I'm a very anxious person or I have a lot of trauma for friendships. And so I don't really know how to navigate these things. It really goes back to what makes you feel off and what your relationship is with that person. So for me, this is a person I haven't seen in years. This is a person making a comment on my appearance, okay? They're doing it in a public forum. Now you put those things together and you gotta look at the, the, the actions, right? Does that seem like the actions of someone who deeply and genuinely cares about you and has the best intentions for you? Because if I flip this over and I think to myself, maybe my best friend has a, you know, a comment or a suggestion uh, to say something to something I've done, they will text me. Okay. One of my best friends would text me and be like, Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. And they would tell me, and it might hurt because truth doesn't always feel good. In fact, truth doesn't feel great most of the time, but they did it in private. They gave me reasoning for why they're sharing that. And more than anything, they're being real with me and they've earned that place of honesty in my life. They've earned that ability to come to me and say, hey, I'm doing this with love and that's sacred. So I want you to look at some of those greater things and think to yourself, like, is this person actually looking out for my best interests or is this person just being an asshole? Now, the other thing I will say is you be a jerk, you're going to get jerked and not, <laughs> not the fun way. OK, so sometimes people will post really opinionated things and that's your prerogative. That's what you're allowed to do. That's you know, that's we, that's the country we live in. Right. But sometimes people do that and expect no backlash. So for instance, if you're making a really strong statement on the internet, which I personally do not like to do, and I'm, you guys know you listen to my podcast, I'm not about that. I'm very big on keeping like your private beliefs to yourself. Then you got to expect a little backlash there. So if some rando you haven't seen since high school replies and it's like, I don't agree with this, or this is, this is really disrespectful or whatever, eh, that's a little different. But if somebody's making a comment on your appearance and saying something of that nature, then no, you gotta, you gotta understand there's, there's more layers to that. Now, sometimes you just meet someone and you can tell that they just aren't fond of you. And I know that there's people that come off, they're like, Liv, I have a resting bitch face, or I'm really guarded when I first meet people. So let's talk a little bit about that. We do tend to, as humans, um, almost always focus things about ourselves. So for instance, I've had a recurring conversation with several people in my life who tend to be really hard on their physical appearance. They don't want to go somewhere because they feel ugly or they think they're going to be judged or anything else. And I'm like, literally not one fucking person in this bar is going to remember you tomorrow. And if they do remember you tomorrow, they're not going to remember you the day after that, right? If you're just minding your business and doing your own thing and you don't like have like like your actual genitals or like other body parts that are supposed to be covered in public like it's it's a crime to have them out like you don't have those things like covered they're not and you're like hanging out with your friends nobody's gonna give a shit right so I think that sometimes we and we don't mean to but we can become really self-important and feel oh my gosh this person's judging us and you know, this person is being a bitch to me and this person's, you know, not being friendly to me and everything else. And yeah, sometimes people aren't friendly, but we've got to 
crazy amount of things going on in each one of our lives. So maybe when you go to that bar and you're already not feeling good about yourself or the best, you get introduced to a friend of a friend. That person came in, they're dealing with a breakup. They had a bad day at work. They're not feeling good about themselves. They're not feeling like conversing. Plans got switched up and their friend didn't tell them that there was going to be more people there, which I am totally guilty of. Okay, I'll get everyone together and then I... Irish goodbye that shit I'm like peace out anyways that's a that's an episode for another day I can let everyone in my life gripe on on me on that but uh you know there's a lot of factors there so it's okay to be like huh this person wasn't really that warm or didn't really make me feel that welcomed or anything else and you just leave it at that you're like okay cool obviously we didn't hit it off maybe no friendship's gonna come of that I'm just gonna leave it where it is and it's as simple as that you can look at that and be like all right great now if someone someone is being outwardly cruel to you or rude to you or being very um uh, demeaning almost and you're in those kind of situations that's where you know regardless of what's going on in their life it's just not okay or you just feel this tension like they're like yeah anyways like when you talk talking over you um laughing at things you say that aren't supposed to be funny like little things that you can feel are very passive one-upping you constantly stuff like that then yeah you gotta just trust your gut and be like I didn't feel good hanging out with this person. Now, do you need to like call a witch hunt against them? No, it's just like, dude, I don't feel good around this person. I don't want to fucking hang out with them again. It's as simple as that. So sometimes when we meet people, it does become one of those situations where it's like, I don't think this person likes me. And I can tell you I've had that happen several times. Now, half of the time it's been that the person did like me and just took a while to warm up. The other half has been, no, they just, they either heard something about me and made an assumption about me. They're friends with someone I don't like or something about me just rubs them the wrong way. I'm not the person that's going to jump to the things that are like self-indulgent. Like, yeah, they're jealous of me or yeah, that's just not how my fucking brain works. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. You don't like me. Now, unless this person is really crucial to someone in my life, I'm not going to try and win them over because... A lot of times, and and this is a tough truth. Again, we're going to have truths today. When somebody's made up their mind about you, it's pretty difficult to change that. They have to be willing to want to change that. So unless they have a belief system and or an openness to be able to give people chances, look more into situations, feel things out, it's like they've already made up their mind about you. They've already made up their mind about you. Now, I will say there are situations where you can have a a rocky start or a road bump with someone and you never really recover from it and you kind of feel like that person sticks around just to kind of see what's going on in your life. And I'm a firm believer that some people do that. I know for me, if I don't like someone, I don't want to see their fucking face. I don't want to know what they're doing. I don't care what, like, keep it away from me. I just don't want to look. I don't lurk. I, I don't care, right? If, if you're not someone I care about, I'm not going to have you on my social media. And if I do, I'm not a huge fan of you, not that I dislike you, but it's more of a courtesy thing. I'll just mute that person. It's like, okay, I don't have an issue with you, but you're not like someone I'm immediately interested in, or maybe they've done something that's a little off-putting to me. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't have to be a dick about it. It's just like, you know, I don't, I don't want to give that person some source of pain or insecurity or anxiety, not saying everybody does this, but you know, I know for me, if someone were to unfollow me and it's not like anything really bad happened between us, I've worked a lot to not take those kind of things personally, but there are times where it's like, damn, what the fuck did I do to you? And then it causes a ripple effect where like, you don't want to go places where you might see that person, etc. So my people with anxiety as well, like you understand how that goes. It's like, yeah, if I feel like someone doesn't like me, I'm like, yo, I'm, I don't want to be, I don't want to be near this person. Uh, they do their thing. I do my thing. And unless it's in a situation where I was like 
actually wronged like they're just not a good person and I'm like please let me see you in person say something to me because it's not gonna feel very good when I tell you I want nothing to do with you right um but you have to also trust your gut in these situations and I know that sounds like basic advice but just a couple things that I've personally picked up and again we live in a social media world so like I just said (laughs) just a few minutes ago while Instagram isn't everything something I've really noticed is when somebody constantly looks at my stuff and never likes it. To me, that's a sign of like, I want to see what you're doing, but I don't really fuck with you. And that puts a bad taste in my mouth. Now, I'm not expecting everyone to like every single thing I do, but like when you're the first person or one of the first people to see what I'm doing, but then if I'm advertising my book or my podcast or a, a milestone in my life, you're not liking it or you don't, throw like a hope you're doing well or a compliment every so often. Nope, that's immediately when I'll take someone off my list. And I feel like that's frenemy behavior. I don't like that. It takes two seconds. And I know for me personally, I always want to reaffirm specifically the women in my life. So even if I haven't talked to someone in a while and I think they're a great person, they post a cute picture. I'm like, you look amazing. You're beautiful. Or like, I hope you're doing great. You know, it's always genuine. But if I'm looking at someone's stuff, the least I'll do is heart it because it's like, oh, hey, I see what's, you know, I'm acknowledging your existence and I'm rooting for you. And I think a lot of times when somebody does that as a pattern, that's a sign that they're invested in whatever story um, they've they put together for you or what what the soundtrack of your life is looking like so to speak but they're so they're tuning in but they're not supporting it right so I think that's one really strong sign the second sign is when you talk to others that are friends with that person the energy that you feel in in terms of how they kind of try to mesh you together can be a little off so sometimes I know People don't want to hurt other people's feelings, but they can know that person doesn't really care for you. So they're not going to jump at the idea of like, hey, like, oh, yeah, we should all get wine. Like, we can all do that or some little things like that. Right now, I do have friends who are like, oh, so and so is not very social or I'll say like, hey, guys, I I, I don't like big group things. So I'm like, I'm not really into big group things. But like if I see a person, you know, always be kind and everything else. But that's a smaller one. I just would say keep an eye out for it because then it's almost like, okay, is there like a buffer here? And I think a really big one as well as body language. So there are some people where you just see them in person and you just feel like their body language is almost judging you. And a lot of the times this is where people will kind of gaslight you and be like, you're being crazy or you're overthinking this, but you just have to trust your intuition. Your intuition is the best thing that is gifted to you, I believe. Like, I think that your intuition is your saving grace in life over and over and over again. I think it brings tenderness and I also think it brings protection. So if you're kind of like, yo, like this person is kind of weird towards me and I just feel like they've got this vibe towards me, it doesn't mean, again, you have to send off the cavalry against them. It's just like, okay, you, your job is to protect yourself. Like I just talked about how I feel towards my friends. You've got to do that for yourself. So if you're like, I don't really like this energy I'm getting right now, you know, again, go back to that. People got their personal stuff, but I do think that is a sign um, that that you might have like a frenemy or someone disliking you type situation. Now, the last one that I think is a really big one is when they try to embarrass you in front of other people. I cannot tell you how many times I had a frenemy type situation when I was younger where I felt like they were almost putting me down or if I did something, it would anger them. Like I once had someone in my life that, you know, I ended up not having in my life now as an adult because I just our values did not align at all but I just remember that when I would say or do something they'd be like don't do that don't say that 
don't embarrass me or like don't do that no 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 like they were very like controlling and kind of like mean towards me whenever I was just being myself and it almost made me feel like they had me there but they didn't actually like me does that make sense like I would be invited to things but then when it actually came down to spending time with me like they genuinely just didn't like me they didn't like my sense of humor they didn't like the way I carried myself like I felt very constricted and sometimes just as a side tangent you know I've got to do one sometimes we this doesn't just happen with romantic relationships it happens with the jobs and friendships sometimes we go into things and we're like oh this person looks cool and they seem cool and everything else and we rush into it and then it turns out you're not really compatible with that person or you know maybe things don't align okay and it's more uncomfortable to drop that person or try and shoo that person away than it is to be like oh yeah this is my annoying friend or oh I don't really like this which I don't believe is right but I get it like sometimes it just feels like one of those things where it's like well I just deal with this person and it's very different than having a long-term friendship where like I know for me with my best friends we're like sisters we'll know each other or piss each other off and it's like whatever but we genuinely love each other as people like we each have things that are very strong foundations to why we have friendships and we have qualities that we um, share with one another that help build each other up and and face life and and be brave and be strong and and be you know our true authentic selves right so I would say if you feel like this person is nitpicking you um kind of uh, like controlling towards you or like I said embarrassed does little things that they kind of you know say passive aggressive but also kind of cruel comments like why are you doing that or like oh yeah she does this or you know whatever right or like oh yeah he's you know he used to be chubby or like just little things like that where you're like bro like please don't do that to me that doesn't feel good um that's the kind of situation where, where you have to watch out because I think it's a very telltale sign that someone does not like you now it can feel really shitty when you're not doing anything wrong and you're like what the fuck did I do to this person? Why are they treating me this way? But refer back to the things that I said where people have other situations going on in their life. Not everything's about us, obviously. But the other thing is, if you're being true to yourself, you're being kind, you're being genuine, you are being, you know, polite, you're not, you're not being a dickhead, right? And you're, you're just existing. And for some reason, that's off-putting to another person. You've got to understand that the only thing you're going to do is stress yourself out more by trying to perform some circus act to get them to like you. I've done that before. I had, you know, an old friend, a more frenemy type situation where I just always felt like this person didn't really have my best interest at heart and was kind of just not a fan of me. But it was like a proximity thing. So I'm like, I just didn't like it. So what I noticed was when I was with them, I would just act almost like a kid. I'd get really jumpy I would trip over my words. I was so insecure around them. Like I felt so on edge. And so I was not myself at all. And then it only got worse because I'm like, God, I'm being annoying right now. Or God, I'm being too much. And it was like, it was not a good feeling. What I realized was I'm like, this is not a fucking sustainable friendship here. Like I can't do this. I, I can't, I can't do the monkey performance at this point. And you will get yourself into situations like that when you're trying to sell yourself to somebody. And I get it. It doesn't have to be a friend or anything else. Sometimes it's a situation where you've got uh, a family member or someone you work in close proximity with. Or, you know, I've talked to friends who would like get in-laws where they get in these situations. And I would say the best thing you can do is refer back to what I said. If you're being polite, you're being genuine and you're, you know, you're not doing anything to hurt anyone. All you can really do is continue to exist as you are 
And I do think that's a great opportunity for self-reflection as well. So whenever I experience or encounter something where I feel like a person isn't fond of me or dislikes me, I try to do some reflection and think about what could I do differently? So instead of going, this person's being rude to me or this person doesn't like me and this is just how they are and what the hell, I'll look at different components of that person in myself and almost try to break it down to go, okay, well, I could see right here. So for instance, I have seen in close proximity where there's tension in relationships. It doesn't have to be romantic. I'm talking any type of relationship, work, family, friends, etc. And what it is, is it's not really about the two people not liking each other. It's about the two people not understanding each other. So one person can tend to have a really big personality, right? And the other is not into that. So they only see that side of that one person. And the other person only sees the one who's a little more guarded. And they're like, what the hell? Loosen up, right? That's like a really general example. But I also think if you are in close quarters with someone or you know that you, there's, you're going to have to make some level of a connection work, you have to take the time to try and understand that person a little more. So I know for me personally, I, when I was engaged, I like when I tell you I loved my ex's parents so much, like I would say that was f- more than 50% of the reason why I was ready to spend the rest of my life with, with him to be honest with you. They were the best people. So I felt super blessed that I just connected with them and I loved them. And, you know, I really did my best to understand them. But in previous relationships, I, as much as I cared about an ex's parents, I could tell they weren't really fond of me. And what I had to do as I matured was start to understand, okay, this is what they see, right? They see this version of me. They don't know. There's a lot of different versions of me. There's Liv, there's Olivia, there's Olivia Joy, there's LJ. God help anyone who's encountered LJ, okay, um, et cetera. There's different, like I have these different kind of identities because we're not these boxed in creatures. We've got different components of our lives. So looking back, I could sit there and think, okay, this person was really peculiar about their space. So it's probably a little triggering for them when I would come over and stay the night and do this stuff. Like that was probably a little much for them. So in the future, I know I can communicate and or ease into those things and just be a little more considerate, right? Or, hey, this person really, really does not like curse words. And so I'm trying to build a relationship with them. I, You know, I'm just gonna be a little mindful of that. Now, again, Everybody is going to do what they're comfortable with. I know plenty of people are going to say, fuck that. I'm just going to do what I want. I'm not, I'm not changing anything for anybody. But I would say, especially when it means a lot to um, a greater purpose in your life, whether that's marrying someone or getting that promotion or, you know, really making a, a you know, a best friend's partner feel comfortable, etc. Like, it takes time to understand that person and you can reflect and go, okay, yeah, sure. I could adjust this a little bit with myself or I could, I could try and get out of my comfort zone, okay? So instead of turning down, you're turning things up a little bit. Maybe they just are like very talkative and you don't talk much and so it's like this weird thing. And it's like, okay, I'm gonna give myself one hour of this time where I spend with this person and I'm gonna put myself out there a little bit more because I know it's important to X, right? And so I think taking that time to reflect is incredibly crucial and it'll only help you grow as a person. And I would say when you're severing relationships, you know, going to the kind of other side of things, you always want to look back and see what you could have done differently or where you could have improved because there's really no situation where someone is 100% going to, you know, um, be the, the bad guy, so to speak, in these kind of circumstances. So you've got to look and say, okay, 
did I not have good boundaries with this person, right? And that doesn't, again, not blaming for anybody being cruel or hurtful to you, but did I not have good boundaries? Did I set unfair expectations? Was I, you know, was I to this? Was I to that? Like, and it doesn't have to be a beat up session. It can just be a place where you learn and be like, oh, okay, got it. Because oftentimes if we just look at someone and we say, well, you're a freaking piece of shit, <laughs> like that doesn't really help us grow, does it? You know, and that's not always the funnest thing. I would say one situation where I kind of always knew this person was a frenemy, but I also really cared about them. Sometimes we talk about frenemies and it's like, yeah, I don't really care for this person, but they're in close proximity, so I've got a deal. I really cared about this person. And we had a lot of fun memories together, but there was a lot of things that they did that I did not agree with. Um, and and again, values are different for everybody, but there was, there was a couple things specifically that I was like, I'm really not cool with that. And I tried not to judge, you know, this is my friend, I care about them. But when it came down to them deeply, deeply wronging me, for a lot of years, all I could muster, and I've, I've dealt with temper problems for most of my life, was I fucking hate this person. If I see them, I'm going to be honest with you, like I, like physical violence will ensue. And that's never the answer, right? Especially now I'm like in my 30s, like I can't go beat someone up every time I'm mad, okay? Like, but you know, it, it's difficult when you feel a, a deep rage and betrayal to someone where they've hurt you and wronged you so badly. And now recently, I still will never like this person. This is one of those things where I'm going to have to every day wake up and forgive them. Every single day I will have to wake up and say, I forgive this person. Then I'll wake up in the morning the next day and I'll be like, oh man, oh, but if, you know, if I could, right? But there was one thing that I did in reflection now processing further, right? I've got them blocked. I don't want, I'm not comfortable if I'm seeing what I'm doing with my life. If I see them in public, I pretend they literally don't exist. But I had to look and say, what did I do wrong here? And what I did wrong there, and again, it's a growth experience. It's not like I'm, I deserve to be hurt. But what I realized was I had no boundaries with this person. So this person felt entitled to make the judgment that they did on my life in an experience that I had had. And they felt so comfortable. You know, they were waltzing in my home. I would get them drinks when we go out. I'd help them, you know, all, just all kinds of stuff. So they felt entitled to do that and yes is that wrong on their end absolutely but what I learned in the future was like man I really gotta you know work on if I feel this way towards someone I need to hold myself accountable and not be you know so cavalier with my boundaries and I need to make sure that I'm protected and that's a that's a process that's a growth now when it does come to splitting ties with frenemies or people that are just making you not feel right what I would say is less is more uh, sometimes when you really try to explain yourself to someone, all they're going to do is turn that around and try and make you feel stupid. I've had a situation like that. Oh man, I will never forget. Okay. So I was at this wedding and I just could tell this chick did not like me. She had previously been involved with, um, my on and off again partner that I was at the wedding with. And I just like, it was just bad vibes every time I saw this person. And while I was younger, I still, you know, checked my gut and I'm like this is weird you know and they had a friend that also was like it just didn't feel right it was like these girls don't fucking like me okay and it came to a head and basically when I had said like yo you're you're making me feel uncomfortable and like excluding me and just like not being very polite it was like oh my gosh I didn't do anything I like you what are you talking about and I was like dude what <laughs> uh, you know like sometimes you're just gonna get in a rock and a hard place but I would say it's important. you got to look at the value that people bring in your life. So if you're feeling like one of your friends is being passive aggressive to you, but they do bring a lot of value to your life and you love them a lot, give them a chance to rectify it in a closed, 
private space where you can have a calm conversation. Not drunk, not out at a party, or don't make the mistake I did at a freaking wedding, okay? Wedding confrontation, don't do it. Um, you know, social event, anything like that. Just give them a chance to correct their behavior. Big blowouts like that are, are hard to recover from. So I would say, look at the value that people are adding in your life. Number one, you've always got to assess that before you cut someone off. And number two, if you are ready to cut someone off, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could be as simple as depending on what your communication style is. Hey, I just want to let you know, I, I'm, I'm not really feeling like this friendship is conducive to my growth. Like I wish you the best. I've got nothing bad to say about you, but I'm I'm, I'm going to be going my separate way now. And you just remove them off things, whatever, right? Or you just don't say anything and you block them, okay? And I, I can't tell you what or what not to do in that situation because it's very personal for everybody. I know for me, I kind of just like to close the loop and move on. Now, when you're having a conversation with someone who has hurt you and you want to give them a chance, make sure to use, and this sounds really simple, but this goes a long way, make sure to use I feel statements, okay? So, you keep embarrassing me or you keep saying these things or you don't, you know, support me with this or it's like, hey, I feel really uncomfortable when this situation arises. Can you tell me a little bit more about where you're coming from in those situations so I can understand because I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I also feel it's really important that I let you know where I stand right now. Having those statements are, are powerful. They keep things in accountability for both of you separately and more than anything, it's pretty difficult to argue with someone who's being logical and balanced. And if someone does start arguing at that point and you feel like it's no, not a worthwhile cause, okay, then you call it. Or you give it some time to cool off and you revisit. Blowouts with people that you care about are inevitable. And I'll do another episode on that. Like the greatest blowout of all time that I ever had with my god sister slash best friend who is my number one person in this world. She is, she is my literal world. She's my everything um, and how we recovered from that. But these kind of things can be really tricky. And when you're highly emotional, I always like to say do the 72 hour rule. And this is specific with friends. I'm going to be honest with you because relationships or dating, it's a lot more difficult because you've got a whole nother factor involved there. But with friends, it's like friends are so precious. And if you truly love and care for the people in your life and you, you want to keep them around for a long time, you want to make sure to take your time and assess situations and approach them um, with caution and ease. A book that really helped me with seeing myself as this being that is not just a person who um, exists in the confines of the different sectors of my life and or um, am equating in worth to how other people assess me because sometimes it is really hard you'll wake up and you'll be like this person is like me I have this broken relationship I have this I have that um, was the Celestine prophecy I cannot recommend that book enough now the biggest thing I say with any media or content you consume is take everything that resonates with you and leave everything else behind right so I personally feel like this book is really great for if you're feeling kind of bogged down by the judgments or um just not feeling the love from others and you're kind of like am I unlovable am I unworthy you know have I messed up beyond repair this was just a really good way to look past all of that and also understand how people uh really develop based on the systems they were born into I don't want to give too much away but I'd love to see some of you guys read that and DM me. Let me know how you like it. And obviously, if anybody needs any advice on these kind of situations, I'm here for you. It's a private conversation. Context does help, though, for sure. So it's story time. And I do want to tell you all, 
Today's story is a little dark and almost seems like it could be a movie plot. I swear to you, it's real. (laughs) So this is the story of the not-so-new friend. I had had several friendships that had forged over social media, and I loved it. I loved when just uh, uh, especially a really cool um, person would like hit me up and like just be kind and genuine. I keep saying those words because I think they're very strong words and um, absolute to what you want and people around you. So I just was like, yeah, new friends. Great. That's fine. Like, I'll support you. I'll root you on. I'll tell you how cool you are and how good looking you are and just praise you because that's just who I am. I just like to love on people. So when a random girl had added me at some point and followed me for some time on Instagram for a few months and would constantly reply to my stuff, I was like, oh, this girl seems cool. I'm I'm going to message her back. So I was friendly back. And then there was a couple more times where it was like, you know, we talked and talked and it was like, damn, we need to be friends. Essentially, is kind of what she had said. And she had started just by asking me things about my makeup and everything else and was so friendly and, and super cute. So at some point we end up forging a friendship and it's like, oh great, we're going to talk about like funny shit, like dating stories, whatever else. And we've got to get together sometime soon. We don't live far from each other. And the thing I really liked about her was she just seemed very thoughtful. Like even in like the first few weeks of us hanging out, like I didn't feel good. And she like literally was like, do you want like, do you want me to bring you soup? Anything else? Like it was just, she was a genuinely nice person and seemed like a very, had a very interesting background. And I I just really appreciated that about her. And I loved talking to her. So we quickly developed a friendship and, and I was comfortable talking to her about stuff because I just kind of felt like, wow, this is a cool person. And she's someone that's outside of my circle. And I, I, I guess I felt a safety there. So in the midst of our bonding, we had talked about people we had been in relationships with and kind of like if we still had feelings for someone, what we were looking for, like, did we have an ex that really hurt us? And one thing led to another. And she had given me kind of a list of like, okay, so this is the person I'm talking to. This is the person that really hurt me. This is the person that was like, just did not work out, was like sus situation. And one of the people that she listed, I don't know why my gut was just like, she's talking about your ex. And this is the ex that you guys have heard me talk about in multiple episodes. My longest relationship, you know, my person that I, I, I felt thus far in my life was my soulmate. And so I'm like, what the hell? Uh, so I say, hold on a second. Tell me more about this one. So we start going back and forth. And she's like, why? Like, who? Like, do you know this person? Like, let, let me grab their Instagram or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's my ex-boyfriend. Like, that was we, that was like my end game. Like, that was the person that I was supposed to like end up with forever. And she's like oh yeah no way we were like hooking up for a while and she's like oh my god that's so crazy he like had always talked about his ex like you know and I could definitely tell he wasn't over his ex so she was like really nice and like funny about it and I was like this is so crazy and a part of me was like it hurts to even think of him being with someone else but the reality is we both had you know our, our foundation our relationship had really cracked and we broke up um and I think at that time we were too young to be able to look internally to grow past that but I really like this girl. So I'm like, I'm not going to not be friends with this girl because she ha- had a, a little couple month fling with my ex. So she just told me, yeah, he just seemed really not over you. We joked about some stories and like that was pretty much it. Well, fast forward, my ex and I ended up being in contact because as I was moving out of my place, I had still had our you know, a joined account for Smud. And I didn't even realize it It was under his email because we had originally lived there together. So I had to reach out to him to basically be like, hey, sorry, by the way, he was already moved on in a relationship. And I'm just like, I just want him to be happy. I'll like, I love you forever. It's cool. 
etc. So we end up talking and we're coordinating, switching over, you know, the utilities, whatever, all that crap. And so like, that's it. It's as simple as that. Then it's not like a one and done thing because unfortunately then they're like calling me. I'm like, hey, sorry, we got to do this. I'm going to set up this password, etc. So by the second time we had talked, it was just like a very polite like check in. We were in each other's lives for so long. Like he had let me know like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this like for work and, you know, I'm in a relationship and etc. And I'm like, OK, yeah, great. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you saw like I um, check out my Instagram like I, I published another book like it was just a really kind and good conversation. So that was the end of it. And I just moved on with my life and talked to my friend normally. We were having conversations, etc. I didn't even think to really mention. I don't think that I had talked to him because I'm like, it's none of, you know, none of her business. And like, it's just closing up some things. So some days later, he messages me and he says like, oh, hey, congrats on like the new book coming out or whatever. I think I was about to release it. Um, and he says, you know, I went to your Instagram and I just wanted to let you know something. And I'm like, what's going on? And he goes, I see that you're friends with this person. And I just wanted to warn you, I don't think that's a good idea. So I go, uh, is it not a good idea? Because <laughs> you you hooked up with her? Like, I'm, I just was being blunt. I was just like, listen, like, come on. Like, we've all, you know, we're all different p- place in our life. And he's like, no. He's like, um, this is a really weird situation. I'm just going to call you. So I'm like, what the fuck? I got anxiety now. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, God, is he going to tell me that he like impregnated her or something? Or like, I don't know, she tried to murder him. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is like my friend. She's been at my house. She stayed the night at my house at this point. So he calls me and he says, listen, he goes, I, I, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but me and that girl started talking um, shortly after you and I had broken up for the last time and me and you weren't in contact really. And he goes, you know, we were hooking up, doing whatever. And he goes, one night we had went out and got drinks and she was just kind of being like kind of emotional. And like we were going back and forth about something. I think maybe it was, maybe I wasn't there, right? Something about wanting it to be a little more serious or something. And him being like, no, this is just casual thing, whatever. I'm not really sure what happened. Basically an argument ensued. And so he was like, I just like, I just want to go home, like whatever. I don't know how, but at some point he saw her phone because she was doing something and he saw a picture of me and he's like, why the fuck is there a picture of my ex-girlfriend in your phone? And this, again, you guys, this is before we became friends on social media. I, I, I didn't even know this person existed. Okay. He grabs the phone and he sees that there are dozens of photos of me in this person's phone. And so he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I, I don't even know that she had the time to really explain herself. I just know that essentially he jumped out of the car. Um, like he was like, get the fuck away from me. Jumped out of the car, like got out of the car and was like so freaked out. So blocks her on everything and just like, it's, that's it. Like he never talks to her again. So he tells me this and I'm like, oh my God, like I was genuinely scared. And it was crazy because it was the day I was before I was supposed to move. So I was about to be to a whole new place. And, you know, so I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. He's like, so I think that she was obviously lurking you or, you know, but this doesn't, wasn't just like looking at the Instagram or like sending a picture of you in group chat. He's like, she had a lot of pictures of you in her, her phone. And he's like, it was so weird. And I think she was like obsessing over you because she wanted to be with me. I'm not really sure. And he's like, I just... 
I know we went our separate ways, but like I care about you and your safety and like I do not advise your friends with this girl. So I'm like, okay, like thank you. We get off the phone and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what? the literal fuck nothing like this has ever happened to me in my life i'm so freaked out this person has been in my home like and i was really upset i felt very betrayed and then this is what i realized this girl pretended to not know who i was form a friendship with me very casually online right then we actually formed a friendship so regardless of the weird shit she had in her intentions or sneakiness or manipulation like I could tell this person genuinely had started to care about me and I, I cared about her, right? Like I genuinely cared about her. And now it's, it's all broken because you literally came into my life because you wanted a closer sneak peek into a man who rejected you's like life. I don't know. Like, I don't know if she thought that was going to hurt him. I don't know what the process was, but it was fucking wrong. Okay. And I felt so betrayed. I'd confided in her about private things. And more than anything, I just was hurt. I was like, what the fuck? So I ended up just messaging her and be like, being like, do you want to tell me why I just got off the phone with my ex? And he told me that you've known who I am all this time and whatever. I unshared. We had each other's location for safety because we would go on dates and like see each other after. And, you know, obviously going on online dates can be a little risky. Unshared my location and just like blocked her. And I was so sad. But I just remember thinking like, holy shit, like this person this entire time going into this did not have the right intentions with me. And it would have been such a different situation if she would have added me on Instagram and be like, honestly, girl, I'm not gonna lie to you. I know this is a little weird. I had like a thing with your ex. I saw you on my for you page. You just seem super cool. Can we be friends? Like I've befriended girls who have dated the same people as me. No problem. And guys like and thems, whatever. But this was just one of those situations where it was just too far gone. And I'm so thankful that he told me because I don't know what that would have ended up like if I had grown more attached to this person or, you know, potentially like what the intentions were. Like, yes, I want to think the best of them. And I want to, I want to say that she just maybe was a little misguided when she did this and got her in too deep, but it was just not cool. So needless to say, <laughs> um, just be careful when you make friends online, because this is the kind of shit that can happen. Um, and you can't, you can't go back in time and take back that trust and that care and those secrets you share and all that other stuff, right? So just the boundaries, the boundaries, everyone. And also like, don't fucking lie to someone about like how you know them or know of them. Even if it's like, hey, I think I've seen you around or hey, this, like it takes two seconds. Like pretending you don't know someone is usually just gonna end up in that not working out for you. So anyways, I, I just genuinely enjoyed reliving that trauma a couple of years later. Um, <laughs> we're going to close it out for today. Uh, I love you all. And thank you for joining me. I will be coming at you next week with another episode on time. Okay. If you have any requests or suggestions for things for me to cover, just let me know. This is Liv. Thank you again for being here to join for Tears of a Clown, the podcast. <laughs>